guys happy uh tuesday one day after i asked you guys for some uh questions and so thank you so much for um giving me the amount of time that it took you to write the questions um i will try to honor you by giving you um good answers so um there were a few different like kind of like lines of questioning that um appeared on the uh, video that I made yesterday, and so I'll probably answer um, three or four at a time uh, per video, uh, just depending on what kind of line uh, or bucket it kind of fit into. And so the first one that I wanted to, or the first four that I wanted to kind of address were uh, from Will Hamilton, uh, Manny Laris, Jesse Catalano, and Alex Morningstar, because they kind of fell into the same bucket um, under my, you know, understanding of it. And so. Um, Will Hamilton asked, how would you make this work for, how would you make challenges work for a PT first um, CrossFit studio? Um, Jesse asked how you do this if you wanted to run this online and sell online. And then um, Alex Morningstar asked how you could do this if you had a, a Muay, Thai, uh, Muay Thai studio. So um, I'll just address your three first and then I'll address Manny's. Um, for Will Hamilton um, and those of you who have a PT first um, a box, right? Um, what's up, Tyler? Uh, that's actually really like, I don't really know why there's even a hang up with it. Um, like a six week challenge is literally just a front end. Um, whatever you want to do on the fulfillment side is up to you. So, I mean, we've had semi-private studios that just run, you know, two times a week, semi-private sessions for six weeks. So they get 12 sessions for 600 or 800 or a thousand dollars that they run on the front end. So it's entirely up to you in terms of what you want to use for your fulfillment mechanism. Um, the point is that we're just getting them in the door so that we can provide great service. Um, and that would work. I mean, I don't even see an issue. The, the main, I guess, constraint for you is just that you're not going to be able to take as many on, but you've already said that that's kind of what you want to do anyways, is not take too many people on at once. So don't take too many people on at once. You know what I mean? Like that's entirely your prerogative and it would work seamlessly just the same way. So if you're, if you're just comfortable starting with two or four new PT people a week then start with two or four new PT people a week, if you're selling it at 800 bucks a pop, you know, and you do four of them, it adds an extra three grand a week. So it's an extra 12 grand a month. You know what I mean? Um, just on the front end. And then you can transition back to um, CrossFit on the back end, the exact same way we transition everyone else to CrossFit or large group, whatever on the back end. I mean, there's really no difference. It's just a question of whether like you have the capacity, but that's always going to be your business problem, no matter what. Um, if you want to lead with PT, which is fine. It's just you're limiting your inflow, which is cool. So, um, but that's your choice and really doesn't have any effect on um, the acquisition process. That's just a fulfillment thing. So, um, Will, hopefully that answered your question. If you have any more, drop them below. Happy to, um, talk more about it because I, I, I love talking about this stuff. Um, so Jesse Catalano, you said, could you work, could this work with online? Um, it probably could, but that's not my, that's not my wheelhouse. Um, not that I couldn't do it. We obviously have an online business. It's just that I don't recommend people have two things. I'm, I speak out pretty adamantly against the whole hybrid model because um, I think what ends up happening is that you chase two rabbits and you catch neither. Um, I don't think split focus uh, makes anyone any money uh, ever. <laughs> the only people that I see who actually run multiple businesses successfully are usually doing $100 million more uh, or more in revenue where they've actually gotten to the point where they have an executive team and then underneath them they have managers and underneath them they have frontline employees. Um, but if you're like, I'm trying to start two things at once, one of them is going to work, it never works. So let me like, hopefully save you that time. Um, you should just use it in your local market, crush it because it already works. We already, you know, like the systems end to end and it, it just flat out works. So I would just do that, um, rather than try and do it online. Um, and then introduce more variables because everything seems attractive until you get into it. Um, so you get it, 
there's a there's a beautiful like curve of uh, uninformed optimism first. So right now you're uninformed and optimistic, and then becomes informed pessimism, and then you have the valley of despair, <laughs> and then you have informed optimism, and then you have the realization of the goal. But most people don't make it past informed pessimism or valley of despair. So um, my recommendation is to not do that. Is to just focus on the local market that you're in and crush it that way. Um, Alex Morningstar, you had a you have a twelve hundred and a twelve hundred square foot facility from Waitai. Um, and the question was just how do you how do you get how do you start a challenge without disrupting your current member experience? Um, it really depends on so first off, it's a it's a big strategic question in terms of whether you want to introduce a fitness component to your facility. And that is a you question. Um, I like fitness and transformation aspects because it's easy to sell. There's a huge demand for it in the marketplace. Um, and it's high value. A lot of people value changing the way they look uh, in a very short period of time, especially initially, and then they get bought into the process, et cetera, in the community. Um, so that's really a you question. Now, if you said, okay, I, I would like to do that. I do want to introduce um, you know, a fitness component to my facility so I can satisfy two needs and I get two different front ends. Some people want self-defense and confidence and other people want weight loss and then we can cross sell, which we have tons of facilities that do that. That's just a choice that you have to make. Um, but in terms of if you have a 1200 square foot facility, um, there's two alternatives. One is that you introduce a fitness component to your, um, white uh, sessions. Um, so like maybe the first 30 minutes or so is, is kind of conditioning work. And then the second 30 minutes is skill work, which is fine. A lot of people just see that as an added benefit. Um, or the alternative would be that you have like conditioning sessions that only the people who are in the challenge would have access to. But I see that as sort of a more limited model. Um, the people who are going to have the most success are the ones who really like incorporate it into how they do their fulfillment on a larger scale. Um, and especially since you're limited by space, that would have to be, because like, you're not going to really start another, like in my opinion, because what would happen is this, if you started it, you'd start one session and then you'd start one session a day. A, it'd be kind of a pain in the butt to fill. Um, but you could do two, one in the morning, one at night. Um, but the thing is, it's like, you'll, you're going to make more in the first week running our thing than you've done from your entire Muay Thai studio. And then you're going to be like, holy shit, I'm going to be doing this like now. And so then, then you're going to confront the fact that you want to change your strategy because you make way more money. So it's, that's what's going to happen if you do choose to do that. Um, but again, it's your call. Um, it's your, it's your business and it's, it's whatever you want it to be. So, um, I hope that that kind of answered the question, but from a logistics standpoint, starting with one in the morning, one at night. Um, you only have enough room for, for one session. So it's like, for me, if I really wanted to incorporate it, I would just do a specific amount of time during the session that would be for fitness and then follow it up with conditioning. And that could be a nice added bonus of uh, a nice sales point. Um, the last question was from Manny Lars, um, who asked, um, what happens when, like, if there's other people in my area who are doing uh, gym launch, which is like a common obstacle overcome that we have in our sales script. So I will tell you what our <laughs> guys tell, tell um, everyone. Um, we've got some markets and we got 20 gyms running um, and yet they all get fed. And so the reality is that if you look at a marketplace, it's not like there's one pie like this and then now there's two gyms and now there's four gyms and then there's whatever, eight gyms and you're cutting this one pie in like less and less and less. The reality is that there's 400 gyms in your market and now you're just going to be one of the eight or one of the 10 that's actually crushing it. And the reality is that if you over deliver, have amazing service, have amazing fulfillment, really care about your customers, follow up with them, um, have events early on to, to engage members, get them into the community, um, then you're going to be a gym that's going to succeed and you're going to be a gym that's going to maintain the customers, get referrals, and then grow from there. Um, and so the 
question that I think you had as a secondary question is what happens if the market gets tired of six-week challenges, right? And um, A, it's a fair question, uh, but I think that if you look at history from fitness, uh, like LA Fitness has run a free month for like 40 years. Um, and so you're, as long as you have a mechanism that converts eyeballs into customers walking in the door, then you're going to be okay. Um, <laughs> thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you're going to be okay. And the moment it stops working, there will be something that works because there will always be something that brings people in the door. Now, my personal opinion is that for the 40 years that LA Fitness was dominating and 24-Hour Fitness was dominating is because they were the only ones who were big enough to afford radio buys, TV buys, big direct mail plays. And so they were the only ones who even had any promotions that were working on a large scale. Um, the advent of internet advertising allowed people to start with a $5 a day budget. And so lots of more, lots more fish could enter the marketplace. The other thing that happened is that you could test a lot faster. And so the, you know, the, the, the front end promotions that they usually had was for, you know, one month free stuff like, you know, no initiation fee, things like that, that they would use to get people in the door. But the reality is that they probably just never tested a six week challenge on the front end because if they had, my opinion is that it would have converted better. It's just that they didn't know because that was not one of the tests that ran. Now we started running challenges, six week challenges in 2013 at my facility. So that's five, six years ago that we started running those. And my opinion is that we're just able to test things so much faster that we can run a hundred tests within two weeks rather than do an A-B split test if you're a really savvy marketer back in the day and then have to wait four months to get all the data from your direct mail piece or your radio split test, right? And so if you're looking historically at how people, how gyms market to get people in the door, one, the average woman diets five times a year. You're going to be getting different eyeballs every single time you run a campaign because a different person's light is on at that moment um, to respond to an advertisement. The second thing is we want to craft the offer that is going to be the one that converts best. And so right now I'm a big advocate of have one front end that works the best, right? Like right now we haven't changed our free case study for 19 months. If we need to change it, we will. But even so, it's still going to push straight to a strategy call because that's what's worked. That's our acquisition system that's worked. If we need to change the widget, we can. But at the end of the day, if you're a gym, you're going to be giving a certain amount of time for free, right? Like it's going to be a, I mean, it's going to be a promotion of, it's time, right? It's 28 days. It's 42 days. It's 12. I mean, like there's just so much, like you're going to be giving, hey, try our service at the bit, like. If it all boils down to it, that's what it is. And so if you want to have a way of, of liquidating that attention, right, liquidating the amount of time, then I would suggest that you sell something on the front end that's $500 to $700 um, right when they come in the door. Um, Will Hamilton earlier said he's got the PT first model. Cool. Those guys do PT first. That's fine. You know what I mean? If you want to run more volume through your door um, and have a more, you know, a structured process where you can take on 10, 15 new customers a week. Um, then you can run a challenge model the way that we have it. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It's just an acquisition process. So, um, Hey, Mosin Nation, quick break just to let you know that we've been starting to post on LinkedIn and want to connect with you. All right, so send me a connection request and note letting me know that you listen to the show and I will accept it. If there's anyone you think that we should be connected with, tag them in one of my or Layla's posts and I will give you all the love in the world. All right, so let's get back to the show. All that to say, if there ever does get to it, like one, the market is big enough because every single day, right? Every single day, there's 400 gyms in the market. Every single day, 
each one of those gyms has new people who walk in the door and people walk in the door off of word of mouth. They walk in the door because they Googled it and it showed up on Google Maps. They walked in the door because they Googled it and it was a blog post that someone wrote and wrote for SEO. It was something they heard on the radio. It was a direct mail piece. It was something they saw on Instagram. It was something they saw on Facebook. It was something they saw on YouTube. The amount of traffic that is out there is so much bigger than people are giving credit for. Like, like I just got a message this morning. Someone's like, hey, someone's like trying to copy your stuff. I'm like, dude, he signed up 13 gyms yesterday. We are much bigger. And the point is, is that there's still, still enough market in my tiny little sliver of gym owners who are like, who are CrossFit owners, bootcamp owners, or some private facilities. Like I'm in a niche of a niche of a niche and we're still able to grow to the size that we are. If you're talking about weight loss, like women who would like to lose weight, how many women do you know who would like to lose weight? All of them, right? And so if you have 400 gyms and each one of those gyms on average signs up 10 new customers a month, you're talking 4,000 new people a month who are signing up for gym memberships like across a city. And our concern is what happens if another gym is marketing? So what? Like one more gym is like is going to be a little bit better than the other 400. You know what I mean? But still at the end of the day, that's just going to be something to get someone to try your food. And unless your food is good, they will not tell your friends, their friends, and they will not get more people in the door for you. So, um, and I mean, but the, the, the sad, the sad news is that no gym, no micro gym is really even big enough most of the time, even in the market aggressively for 10 years, you know what I mean? Like for five years for anyone to even know who you are, right? Like I remember thinking, um, when I walked, when I, cause I had United Fitness in, 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 in Southern California. Um, and I, I, I wanted to be like, like on the street, like, Hey, do you know United, like I'm the owner of United Fitness. And people were like, I don't even know what that is. And like a telling tale of this. And I've said this before is that. Um, a friend of mine used to launch Orange Theories, and um, I said, oh, that must be really easy. Everyone knows who you know, Orange Theory is. And uh, he was like, no, not really. And I was like, what? And he said, nine out of ten leads that we get off of online advertising had never heard of Orange Theory. Orange Theory. And so if you're worried about like how – like I hope that gives you an idea of how big the market is and how big the pie is. And if you're like, there's two gyms in my area marketing on Facebook, so what? you'll both get fed or all three of you will get fed or all 10 of you will get fed. And it doesn't like that should just stretch your mind in terms of how big the pie is. If every single, like I told you there's 4,000 people, if there's 400 gyms, each gym gets 10 people a month. There's 4,000 people every single month who are signing up for gyms. It's just, can you, do you think that you can get 20 of them? Do you think you can get 40 of them? Of course you can, right? You just have to know how to market, know how to sell, know how to have an acquisition process and then um, put this process in place for each different traffic vehicle that you're using. So, Okay. Um, hopefully that answered uh, Will Hampton's questions about uh, PT first. Uh, yes, I think you can use that as a fulfillment mechanism for the six-week challenge. Um, Jesse Catalano, I would not recommend that you do this as an online program because I think it will be a distraction for you. Um, I would just focus on the fundamentals of doing what you do because you can make tons of money with Jim if you're doing it right. Um, Alex Morningstar about Muay Thai. That is a fundamental strategic decision for you in terms of what you want your facility to be about. If you like, What will likely happen though is if you adopt our model, you will make a lot more money and then all of a sudden you'll see your like your perspective will change, but like I'll let you go through that experience on your own. Um, and then Manny, I hope that um, that kind of size of the pie um, explanation gave you a little bit of um, idea in terms of how big the actual pie is, um, what I think about market saturation, um, and the longevity of an offer. And uh, at the end of the day, like what offer is going to beat, at least for ours, a free six-week challenge? There aren't many. Um, and I think that it wouldn't even be giving like, well, what about a free eight-week challenge? I think that there's magic with six weeks. And the reason that I think that is um, six weeks is just long enough that people believe that they can have a huge outcome, but short enough 
that they believe that they can achieve it. And so um, I think that's really the balance point with the six weeks. Free just makes it irresistible. Um, and challenges are just kind of what seem to be converting right now. If it turns into something else, we'll change it. You know what I mean? But like, it's flexible. For the guys who know me, like I'm in no way romantic about a six week challenge. It just happens to be the vehicle that works, like, or at least has worked for the last five years and doesn't seem to be slowing down. Um, so, I mean, and if, for anyone who's like, well, I'm concerned of what happens when it stops working, it's like, well, there's something that's working right now. I don't want to use it because it could stop working. It's like, well, just, dude, just use it now. It's working. <laughs> um, and then when it stops working, we'll move to the next thing. You know what I mean? It's just called being adaptive, uh, which is just part of the game. And if you think that your business is ever going to just going to have one offer like forever, then that's silly because business is dynamic. So um, don't think that way because it's not reality. It's just like a dream world that we want to have and it's just not true. Um, but for the while, it works. So, um, and it has worked for the last five years, so I don't think it's going to change like abruptly in the next six months. Um, but anyways, guys, have an amazing Tuesday. I hope that answered uh, your four questions. And for those of you who tuned in, I appreciate it. Um, thank you much. Talk to you soon. All right.